Welcome to Life with Dr. William Baker. I'm your host, Dr. William Baker. For those uh, first time coming and uh, listening to Christian Life, I want to thank you for listening. Uh, for those repeat listeners, uh, welcome back. Today, we're going to talk about a bombshell, uh, certainly uh, energetic topic that has a lot of stigma around it. Uh, it has a lot more than stigma around it. We're going to discuss it um, from different angles. So we want to put our point of view out there, uh, Christian life point of view, but it doesn't have to be your point of view. You don't have to agree with it, but we're going to try to uh, step through it and explain it. We're going to be talking about abortion today. That's a huge topic. Um, it's a huge topic all over the world. Now, when we think about abortion, we think about it in the context of our society. So we're going to pull that up and, and we're going to talk about society, but we're going to be talking about, you know, different areas of society around the globe. It's not just, you know, North America, South America, Europe, it, it, you know, the globe. And it, and it does change depending on where you're at around the world, how you view abortion. So this is just one viewpoint, but maybe a few more items you hadn't thought of or hadn't thought of considering before. So let's go ahead and get started. What is abortion? Basically, abortion is to bring an end to a life. You know, we don't want to say a human life because at that point, you know, if it was a human life, it would be capable of surviving on its own. And at this stages, it's not, but it is some type of life. Um, the biblical aspect of this is during this stage of growth, that God is actually fostering in life to be human. So, and we can look at the Bible. When we look at the Bible, and I'm not going to cite specific instances here. There's too many in the Bible. Uh, you won't find abortion in the Bible. It's not laid out saying, hey, this was an abortion. Um, you know, there are instances in there when concoctions were made. And they were given to a, a pregnant female, um, you know, with some stuff and some dust off of the, you know, dirt, basically off the temple floor and some stuff. And they would say, oh, if, if it's an abortion, it's X. And if it if it doesn't abort, then it's, you know, Y or whatever. Um, some of their crazy beliefs at the time um, in that. But we do know that. You know, the Bible says life is sacred, especially around children. Um, you know, God wants to protect children, and and, and life is right up there, um, especially the child. There's a high value on all human life in the Bible. Now, there is those concoctions that you will see, but there's also miscarriages in biblical history. Um, you know, miscarriages happen. Is it an abortion? No, there's a difference between a miscarriage and you're basically a, a negligent, having a negligent miscarriage because you've strained your body out to the point where you're having a miscarriage. And that can be dangerous um, to the female. So, you know, like we said, there's one aspect of it. There's other aspects um, to abortion. 
we are certainly not God. Now, let's remember that as we think about abortion. You know, we're not the one to judge. We shouldn't be judging. Why should we judge someone else for what they do or what's happened? You know, um, the, uh, let's see here. Yeah, I want to, going down my list of notes here, I don't want to skip anything because there's a lot of things I do want to touch on. Um, you know, we, we shouldn't judge. We're not to judge. We're going to be judged ourselves. So each individual person is going to be judged. You know, we don't need to judge anybody else. We're certainly not God. We can't forgive anybody of their sins. We can't make them go away. You know, somebody can apologize to us and we can say, oh, that's all right. It's, you know, it doesn't absolve those sins. It may make you feel better. It may make the other person feel better, but it doesn't absolve the sins. And in the case of abortion, you know, we, we can't judge the people. We can't, oh, you're a killer. You're this or that. We should not be saying that. Let me make that very clear. We shouldn't be saying that. There's no reason for us to call that person a killer. Really? We're going to label them? We're not God. Just remember that. You know, we want to be good Christians. We should want to help that person through whatever they're going through. If, if they decide to have an abortion or if you decide to have an abortion, then that's your choice. And that's really where uh, I would like to say this program, Christian Life, comes down to. It should be the woman's choice because a man's not going to, you know, let's, let's face it. Let's go back to biology here. Men and women get together and then when they do what they do, the woman is pregnant you know, without getting explicit. So the woman ultimately is going to decide to have an abortion or not if they go the abortion route. Now, like we said, that's different from miscarriage. It's different from negligent, a negligent miscarriage. You know, there's different methods to do an abortion. A long time ago, there were, you know, they would say back alley abortions. Um, different method. You hear people pulling out a wire. Um, I've seen different things, objects that you could insert. And um, if it was early, just, you know, cause the damage to, to you're basically causing the miscarriage. Um, we don't want to say that's an abortion, uh, but, you know, the women, females need to be able to go get the medical treatment. Um, and I don't want to sound like it's a routine thing, but, you know, if, if they choose to have an abortion, they should be able to go to a hospital or a clinic and get safe medical procedure done to have it done. Now, let's back up a little bit. With abortions, there's always stigmas around it. You know, just thinking about abortions, you know, there's a psychological stigma, stigma and there's a social stigma with it psychological to the person in question, uh, potentially any direct individuals who could be the other party to that um, pregnancy. And, you know, the, the social implication, depending on where you live, uh, some areas of the world, they see it as a normal thing. There's other areas that, that value life and cherish life. And they really frown and look down upon that. Now, they shouldn't, but that is the moral and ethical foundation of the society that different people live in. It's not all the same. 
Now, why? Why do some people have abortions? Well, it could be unwanted. It could be unwanted for many reasons. It, you know, you say unwanted, but it could be from uh, a rape, you know, some kind of uh, unwanted sexual encounter that was forced, um, pretty much a rape. Uh, there's social, um, different social issues with that, you know, um, with, with, uh, getting pregnant, it, it could be, you know, people were out, they met, maybe, you know, alcohol was involved or not. Uh, one thing led to another and pregnancy happened. You know, it could be just young people having sex because they're young. They like having sex and, you know, unprotected sex. And that's what happens. Uh, you know, pregnancies happen, unplanned pregnancies. And then, you know, you've got, so you've got, you know, unplanned, unwanted, um, rape just because young, and I, and I want to say, I don't want to say women, but young kids are, you know, out there having fun and getting pregnant and having children. Um, there's, there's different reasons why, um, financially there, there may not be enough money to, you know, for somebody to think they can support a child. They might think they're too young. It was unplanned, you know, we're married, but we didn't plan on it and it's not the right time. There can be a whole host of reasons that somebody's going to use to justify why potentially they want to have, you know, an abortion. Now that's just the person. And then let's let's expand the bubble beyond the pregnant female. Now you have the couple. Now, the female is going to have her own thoughts as a person. The other party that's involved, you know, as, as a, I don't want to say a couple because they might not be a couple, but together as the parent body, they may decide you know, we just don't want to do this. We got, we, we had a hookup, we met up and now we want to have an abortion you know, so, and then you've got society. <clears throat> so outside of that second bubble, you know, you've got the people, both individuals, families, if they ever find out, but then you have society looking at it too. Um, the family doesn't have to find out, but society in some respects will know because as we know, um, just for example, here in the United States, some of the abortion clinics that are here, you know, are, are heavily picketed, they're protested, um, they will try to get photos and, and put it out there and, and try to disparage the people and, and vilify them on, you know, different social media platforms. Um, it's just what they do, unfortunately. Um, so it really, it really depends, you know, um, with society, there's different ethics, morals, and laws, as we br briefly touched on, depending on where you live. Um, now, with abortion, some would say, well, there's always adoption. Well, maybe the female doesn't want to carry the baby for nine months. You know, let's, let's say that's one reason why, um, just don't want to carry it for nine months and they've decided they're going to have the abortion. Now, society, we can, we can agree that society, no matter where you are, does not have a very good infrastructure in place 
for handling unwanted children. Now, that's different. You're, we're talking about orphanages here, but that is different than couples or individuals. And when I say couples, it doesn't have to be a male-female. It can be female-female, male-male, um, because we know our stance on that based on you know some of the discussions we've had previously. You know, It could be a couple that want to adopt a child because they cannot have one. Now, that is different, like I said, from the orphanages. They can find someone, you know, they can go to an orphanage, of course, and adopt a child, but they could also, you know, go through an organization that's out there and link up with a pregnant female that does not want to have the baby, does not want to keep the baby in a, in a parental role. So the, the female is going to give it up for adoption. You know, the female might might get some medical cost coverage, maybe not. Um, but this couple on the back end, you know, once the baby is conceived, gets the baby. But that infrastructure, you know, for the orphanages is not really there. There's a lot of uh, nonprofits and other support structures there that support those, but they're always greatly in need. We don't think about that. We don't want to think about that. We tend to just throw money at it and, you know, hey, I've done my good deed for the day. Well, how Christian is that? Mm, you have to live with that yourselves out there. We should write it into some kind of law that we've got a infrastructure out there to protect the kids and help provide for those kids until they're of mature age and, and can you know, be sent into the world on their own if, if they're not adopted. Now, we know we shouldn't judge, but God has given us the right to make laws under God's laws. Now, we know that it, it says, thou shalt not kill, and there's a lot of laws in the Old Testament. And the New Testament is based on faith. We have to ask for forgiveness from God. We tend to judge people, and we go out there and put blame on people, and we like to point the finger at people even. You know, oh, you did, you, you've done this. Well, what are you doing to help that person you're pointing the finger at? You say, oh, well, I give this money. Is that it? You conveniently done nothing you've put no energy or effort into it you've paid a small pittance to mentally feel better you know we shouldn't be out there judging anybody we shouldn't be out there pointing the finger we should be helping and for christians and this is the most important thing god does not want us to force people to come to him. It's not between us, God, and that other person. It's between us and God. God deals with us one-on-one. -on -one. We're going to be judged. The other person's going to be judged. We don't know what they're going through, what their life is like. We don't know what the relationship is with God, and we're going to presume to be God and 
you know, judge them. Ah, stay away from that trap, my friends. Don't do it. So abortion is a big thing. It, it carries a lot of responsibility and weight when someone starts talking about abortion. It has to be communicated and spoke of in the right context and manner. Typically, what people see in society these days and on TV, unfortunately, there's protests and, oh, you're killing babies, you're doing this, you're doing... Why are you out there? Why are you doing that? Yes, life is precious. It's not your decision. You're not God. Now, a lot of these people... You know, some of them say they're Christians, but if you look how they act, they don't act very God-like, do they? They're supposed to emulate God through your actions so people can see, you know, they come to realize God through someone's actions. But when they're out there being nasty like that, and you're being nasty to other people, that's not Christian at all. Now, abortion... The society you live in can codify it into law, or they cannot codify it into law. You've got different levels of government where everybody's at, even the United States. So let you know, briefly running that down, you got federal, you got state, you've got county, you've got local. Sometimes you've got other levels of government. You know, and at the federal level or state level depending on what country you're in, you live in and what they call that, it could be codified. Now, it shouldn't be codified, though, that it's restricted. No, protection should be put in place to protect the citizens of that area, whatever country, state, province, the individual's living in. If that's what the government's supposed to do, protect its citizens. If we think in those terms, the baby's not actually a citizen yet. It's not a citizen until it actually has a birth certificate. But going back to the mother, the law needs to be in place to protect the mother. It needs to be codified so resources are available so the, the abortions are not being done in an unsanitary condition just out of the whim at home somewhere and they need to be affordable because some people getting them getting abortions you know some have the means to pay for it others don't it should be one of those things that the government pays for. I don't want to say it frivolously, but having an unwanted child can bring an extra burden on the society. In terms of financial strain and resource strain. Now, I'm not saying this as a reason to have an abortion. I'm just pointing out facts here that people are going to bring up on both sides. The primary reason for this having you know legalizing abortions and having them legal is like i said we're not god 
Society should protect it to protect the health and welfare of that pregnant female. That way services are available and they're putting out, not putting their lives at risk. You know, are there enough people to adopt? I don't know. If abortion is such a big issue because you have the other side saying, oh, it goes against, what doesn't go against that? Like I said, it's between that person and God. You shouldn't play God. You should protect the citizens. You know, and then they're going to say, well, the baby is a citizen. The baby's t- being taken care of by God. God knows what's going to happen. Now we're presuming to get into a conversation of, you know, God needs our help in planning out what he's going to do and be able to make his path successful. God doesn't need us. He might, but he's already figured that out. So, you know, people are going to have these arguments. And they're going to have many more excuses to say you shouldn't have abortion or the reasons why. But until that infrastructure is in place, you know, for orphanages, until the government has a system for, for better handling um, the, the unwanted children that are born, and even then, it shouldn't be illegal. Shouldn't be illegal at all. That's between that person and God, you know, just like everybody else. It's all about faith. God, I believe you sent your only son here to this world to pay for man's sins. And Jesus died on the cross and then ascended to heaven. Paid for our sins in his blood. We have to ask God for forgiveness. We, have, we know the father through the son. The female is going to know the father through the son. You know, we're going to repent of our sins. The female is going to repent of the sins. Now, beyond that, there's still the stigma. It's going to be there. There should be some psychological help. The infrastructure needs to be in place to help support the mother. But when we ask God for that forgiveness, and we truly mean it, and God's wiped that sin away, and is thrown into the lake of forgetfulness, and we still punish ourselves over that. Why? Why are we doing that? Abortion is ending some type of life before it's human life. It's in the hands of God in those stages, as we mentioned. So there is a, there is a lot to abortion. You know, when, when an abortion happens, it can be chemical. It can be by mechanical means. There was an article I read in Reader's Digest. Now, this was about China and the policy on children in China. Now, this isn't even abortion, but think about this. In China, if you're over the limit of children, when the female's having birth, the nurses will take the baby across the hall and in that hallway room, like I said, across the hall, they'll have an injection made up and ready, 
and they will inject the baby in the soft tissue of the top of the skull, which will effectively, at some point, kill the baby. Now, they inject the baby, whether they leave them lying there or not. In this specific article, the nurse tossed the baby into a trash receptacle, a little metal trash bin that was in the next room. It was just all set up to provide the injection and put the baby in the trash can. We don't want that. Uh, we don't want to kill a human life like that. The you know some of these parents want these kids, but you know that's another way. That's a terrible way to to do that. But you know it's codified in the law in China, so it's it's different around the world. You know, doctors are going to fight against it, saying they can hear the screams. I mean, it's it's horrific. It's it you know depending depending on what it is. You know, it's it's later in the stages. And we need a better infrastructure to handle when it's early. We don't need to let it progress to a point where that happens. There is a mercy that can be included in the process. No, it's not God's mercy, but we can be merciful in what we're doing and then ask God for forgiveness. So a lot of things to consider. Um, you know, the arguments that have been brought up could point you either way. It, it really is, you know, a polarizing topic, but I'll, I will just go back and reiterate while it is in ending some type of life because it's not quite human at that point, and it's in God's hands, we're not to judge. We're not to play God. We're not to point the finger. We will come to God one-on-one -on -one with God and be judged for what we've done. Everyone will go to God one-on-one -on -one before the white throne and be judged. You know, we die, then we go before the right throne. God knows all. We should talk to your politicians. We should talk to government. Don't need to protest. They hear it. It's all for politics. And we need to make everyone understand and this is my point of view here on Christian life. But it should be safeguarded, and there should be a safe means to do it. There should be infrastructure in place. It shouldn't be hard to find, you know, the means to have it done. Now you're being, I don't know, not Naziistic maybe toward, you know, you're you're enforcing certain things. Is, is that really a society that you want to live in? You could say, well, I don't want to live in a society where they have an abortion. You know? Okay. So are you willing to take all the kids? And I know you're going to say, well, they shouldn't be having kids. Well, now you're just making arguments. Now you just want to argue. You don't want to be part of the solution.
So anyway, those are the, a lot of the issues out there in a short, succinct format. Uh, there's certainly more to talk about that, but it gives you something to think about. It does. The wise society, those circles that are involved, the individual, the couple, the family, and then society, you know, the stigmas with that, the psychological stigmas, the social stigmas that, you know, that go both ways. So with that, I'm going to let you ponder what we've discussed today. If you have any questions or comments, please send them my way. Again, this is Dr. William Baker, and I want to thank you for listening to Christian Life with Dr. William Baker, and you have a blessed day.